Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time you are tuning in. Welcome to Homesteading and Gardening in the Suburbs. I'm Emma from Misfit Gardening and today we're diving into growing onions. Onions are one of those crops that we use a lot of in the kitchen but can be quite challenging to grow. So here at Mossy Bottom down on the homestead in the garden we're planning on growing both leeks and onions um, both of which are part of the Allium family. So common onions are part of the Allium sepa species along with shallots and multiplier onions whilst leeks are part of the Allium oh, Amyloprasum species. Hopefully I pronounced that right and if you're in um, the biology or botany realm that you are not cringing at that. There's a reason why I went into chemistry. Um, but they're not something that generally are going to cross pollinate. And that's often a question for new gardeners and new seed savers. Like, you know, I'm growing both of these. Um, I want to save the seed, but are they going to cross pollinate? Now, both of these plants are biennial. So they're going to produce seed and go through that phase of the growth cycle so entering into the reproductive phase once they go through a vernalization period where they need that cool weather to trigger the plants into going into their reproductive cycle so not necessarily going to be overly concerned with leeks and onions cross-pollinating however if other allium sepa plants like shallots or spring onions scallions green onions also known as multiplier onions are flowering at the same time then those may cross with your um, common onions or bulbing onions so that's something to consider and you know I, I like to throw out um, about the seed saving in some of these um, podcasts that we're doing to help you kind of get an idea of what you want to be saving your seed from and how you want to be doing it in your garden because that's really part of having a sustainable um, and self-sufficient homestead is being able to produce our own seed as well just like they used to um, back at the turn of the century. Now when you're planning your garden for onions you want to be thinking about how many you use as a family. So here we would easily use an onion a day in the kitchen for cooking so at least 365 onions would be needed at my house and if that's a scary number maybe think about growing some onions and some leeks. Leeks take up a lot less space they're great for a smaller garden they're great for you know if you're doing kind of um, square foot gardening you're able to get a lot more in that space um, but you could also look at using like multi-sowing techniques to be able to grow your onions as well um, there's a lot of different ways to grow onions you can grow them in containers as well as in the ground um, they do prefer a well draining soil so if you've got like a heavy clay or something you might want to consider growing them in a raised bed so they're going to get the drainage that they need um, because onions can be prone to rotting especially if they're in a very water logged soil so you want to spend some time you know thinking about where you're going to put your onion plants and put them somewhere where the soil is pretty free draining now the bulbing of onions so that's them swelling up that is triggered by day length short day onions generally require at least 10 hours of 
light to begin the formation of the bulbs. Intermediate day onions are around 12 to 14 hours and long day onions will form a bulb with daylight hours of about 14 hours or more. So long day onions are varieties like um, Elsa Craig, New York Early, uh, Rossa di Milano and the Red Onion Brunswick. Intermediate day onions are varieties like Walla Walla, Flat of Italy and Valencia and these are known also as day neutral onions. So if you're looking through a seed catalog and you're trying to figure out what you're looking for and um, they may also be listed as day neutral onions. Short day varieties are kind of more sweeter types of onions and they're varieties like Texas Early Grano or Texas Early Grano depending on how you pronounce it. Um, white creole and red burgundy now here in the u.s short day onions are typically grown in the southern states intermediate day onions are typically grown in the pacific northwest and long day onions are grown in northern states and at altitude so if you're thinking about which onion types might suit your climate that's a good rule of thumb now, depending on where you live, you might be able to sow your onion seeds directly in the ground in April or early May. Um, of course, that definitely depends on what the soil's like and what the climate's like and, you know, how cold it is and whether you can actually get out and dig your garden beds probably not for where I live. In short season areas like mine, you're going to want to start your onions in February indoors. Um, if you're sowing directly into the ground, you want to be thinning your onions so each plant is about three to four inches apart if you're wanting big onions or about one to two inches if you don't mind having smaller onions. When you're starting onions indoors, um, you can either start them by broadcast sowing in a large container and then thin them later by transplanting them into a bigger container. Or you could, if you've got one of those module seed trays that are about like an inch and a half um, you know, in diameter, then you could sow about five onion seeds into one of those modules. And then you wanna be keeping the best three plants per cell. So you wanna just kind of like cut all the weaker looking plants or the ones that you know germinated the latest like you want to get rid of those and just keep the three best plants per cell onions have quite a low germination rate so you want to kind of you well you want to be sowing a little bit more just to kind of account for you know not everything is going to germinate and that's pretty normal for onion seed and that's okay. It's not necessarily anything that you've done as a gardener. It's just the way that it is. Um, but also, you know, you want to be really focusing on transplanting out the healthiest plants. So that's why we want to be doing that thinning activity. We want to be giving our plants plenty of space. It's going to help mitigate some diseases that can happen for our onions. And, you know, having, um, you know, giving them room to grow is also going to help us have bigger onions too. I've used the winter sowing method to sow onion seeds and that's worked quite successfully. So you sow your seed in milk or water jugs and then you know you kind of put a, a, the top of the jug on them um, to act as like a little greenhouse and you pop them outside. Um, I've done other podcasts about winter sowing before. Um, so if you're running low on space because your warm weather crops are taking over um, then winter sowing might be a good option for you. 
Um, if you were considering following biodynamics and trying to grow using that method, then you want to be sowing your seed and cultivating onions, doing transplants and stuff during an earth sign or on root days. Um, biodynamics is part of an experiment I'm working on this year with my husband. Um, we're going to be reviewing how well that this gardening technique performs on our homestead so there's going to be more to come later in the year on our youtube channel as we kind of show what these experiments are looking like and how things are growing so you can kind of see what's going on on the homestead and how these different uh, growing techniques work and um, you know how well they look or don't look as the case may be now when you're starting your seedlings indoors once your seedlings grow to about five inches tall we want to be grabbing some scissors and giving our leaves a haircut so we want to be trimming those um, seedlings down to two inches now this not only gives you some nice leaves to use as seasonings in the kitchen um, but it also actually helps to encourage stronger growth so we're going to get more leaves coming back and we're going to have much stronger growth coming out rather than these kind of spindly onion seedlings it's going to encourage much stronger ones and that's what we want we want good strong seedlings when it comes to planting out now if you're sowing um, multiple onion seedlings together in a module you want to be transplanting them so they're about six inches between each group in your row that's going to allow them to have a space to grow and not get so overcrowded it's going to help have that airflow through to help reduce any diseases um, if you're transplanting single onion plants then transplant them about four inches apart if you're wanting bigger onions or two to three inches if you don't mind having smaller onions there are different varieties of onions that have more kind of small elongated type of bulbs and those are going to work very well if you're trying to get a lot more in the space that you have so because they naturally grow smaller you're going to be able to have closer spacing of course if you are in an area where there's high humidity and it is warm um, or there's a lot of rain then you really want to be focusing on giving your onion plants more space um, not only is it going to be easier for you to get around and weed but also think about that airflow that airflow is really going to help reduce um, disease spreading in your garden now you want to be transplanting your onions after hardening them off for two weeks so you want them to get used to what life is going to be like outside generally onions are transplanted into the garden early about two even up to four weeks before your last frost date so that's typically after the last hard frost of the year or the last killing frost so once your ground is workable so you can actually you know dig the soil it's not frozen anymore you can really be thinking about getting your onion plants out the earlier you can get them out really the better because the bulbing is really triggered by the amount of daylight that they're getting the earlier we can get them in and get them established the better if you're concerned about the cold weather then you know maybe look at getting some um, floating row cover or frost fleece to kind of protect them if it looks like the temperatures are going to get super low but really if you're taking the time to kind of look at the temperature and it looks like the risk of a hard freeze has passed then you should be okay to be getting your onion plants out. Um, there's a couple of methods you can do. You can dig an individual four inch hole with a hand trowel and you can plant your onions in there. You can give them a good water. 
Um, or if you've got a lot of them to plant, um, I learned last year it was actually easier to make a furrow about four inches deep with um, the corner of my garden hoe and just kind of, you know, put make a furrow, go over it a couple of times. It was quicker to do that than be on my hands and knees individually planting you know these these seedlings um which was kind of rough after a while um but making a furrow and then just kind of plopping those onion plants in and then kind of backfilling you know pushing the soil around those seedlings and watering them in was much much faster um and you know it's okay if there's just like a little bit of the green poking out that's that's fine um they eventually sort themselves out um so that's that's a good tip if you're in a bit of a rush or you're not able to kind of be spending a lot of time you know on your hands and knees planting all of these plants um onions need a sunny location right the the amount of daylight that they're getting is going to trigger that bulb swelling so you need to give them as much light as possible you also want to keep the weeds at bay because they're shallow rooted you don't want your onions to be competing for nutrients um so you want to be careful if you're weeding around your plants with a hoe you don't want to be you know pushing that hoe in too deep and you know damaging those roots mulching is a good option um and you want to be thinking about that once your onion plants get to about eight inches tall um you know a lot of people have had good success with using clover as a living mulch option that's going to help provide nitrogen um in that soil um others just use things like straw or um grass as mulch you know like grass clippings and stuff um or even leaves some onion growers say that their onions grow better without the mulch so the plants can get as much light as possible to help keep the onions bigger and that works well if you have a good irrigation system set up so your plants are getting you know that moisture that they need um if not then you're going to want to consider mulching to help conserve some moisture in that soil now adding some well rotted compost into the planting space before planting is going to help with that it's going to help give your onion plants some um you know some nutrition but it's also going to help with that water retention and onions need about an inch of water every week to be growing well um so kind of think about that in terms of um you know what else can you grow nearby that is going to be able to take that amount of water so if you're doing some smaller scale um you know kind of like square foot gardening and stuff um it's much easier when you're planning out your irrigation to have crops that also can handle quite a lot of water like that um growing nearby now carrots and beets are great root crop companions for onions um the cabbage family crops like cabbage kale early asian greens mustard uh, broccoli or kohlrabi also work well you want to avoid planting peas or beans near your onions though because onions and other alliums you know like leeks and shallots and stuff uh, even garlic they all kind of make beans and peas have a stunted growth so you want to want to grow those somewhere else away from your onions now onions can take uh, a while to grow but generally speaking they're going to be ready around you know mid-july 
um when the necks are soft on your onions and your leaves are starting to fall over like they'll flop over it's time to think about lifting up your onions and the easiest way to do that is with a garden fork but you could also pull them by hand if necessary and you want to allow them to dry in the sun for a couple of days of course that's depending on the weather um, if it's looking like it's going to rain you want to move them to a sheltered area where the onions can dry um, a rack made of chicken wire can be super handy so the soil can fall through and kind of make them a little cleaner and then braiding the uh, onion tops is a traditional way to have them so you could hang them for storage somewhere cool and dry um, or of course you can trim the tops and the roots once those um, skins have formed and gone dry and papery and you can store them in in mesh bags or in onion bags I like to I've got some mesh bags that I've crocheted which I really like to store my onions in because I can kind of hang them on a hook out the way but they're easy for me to get to and and I'm not having to um, kind of cut them off a braid or anything like that and I mean I, I've done braided onions and braided garlic before and it's it's nice it's easy it kind of keeps them out of the way um, but of course the minute that I find a, a spider that's set up shop in there um, I'm less than thrilled to be going anywhere near the braid again so I, I quite like using um, mesh bags that I have made to store them but you know each to their own you might have a better method of storing your onions now when it comes to seed saving as I mentioned earlier um, bulbing onions are a biennial so they're going to flower on their second year of growth um, they tend to rot if they are left out in the garden um, it's also why onions don't like to have a heavy and overly waterlogged soil because it can lead to them rotting instead but they do need this period of cooler weather to trigger the plant into entering the reproductive cycle of growth um, there's lots of different information that's available um, on how to save onion seeds it's lots of um, good um you know step by steps there that will kind of explain like how to do the vernalization um most onion seed savers dig up the onions at the same time as harvesting them so when those leaves have fallen over um the bulbs are going to be cured in the same way like in a warm well ventilated location um until the tops and skins are dry and then you want to store them until spring some onions are going to start sprouting in storage but that's okay because you can take those and plant them out in spring for seed as long as they don't show signs of rotting you're going to want at least five plants for seed saving and bees just love visiting onion plants in flower um, i have gotten some of the the best photos that i've taken with um pollinators in the garden and they've all come from um you know them being sitting on some um alliums so whether it's onions or leeks um so they're very much loved by local pollinators but i would love to hear from you what varieties of onions are you growing in your neck of the woods let me know over in the facebook group and until next time i hope your garden grows beautifully and i'll see you all next week